Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. It has been a couple of weeks since I've been with you and since we've been together here with Easter coming up and all the renovation happening at the at the site at our campus in Banning. And uh, then Easter, and then this week I have a um, my yearly board meeting. And uh, so it's just been a very busy time for me. And we had a tremendous Easter. Hopefully you were there with us to celebrate the resurrection. Uh, it was phenomenal. So thankful that the Spirit of God led us to do what we did. We would have been in real trouble, and we would have turned people away. But God, in His infinite wisdom, uh, directed us. Uh, to do some renovation, not only in the sanctuary, but in the youth room, which made available a, um, a larger overflow area. And we use that as well as our current overflow uh, all day long. So God is good. And it's good to be back. I, as I've said before, this is uh, one of the things that I really do enjoy. And uh, we, will, we will stay consistent with this now and, and get through the book of Acts and then see where God takes us from there. Good stuff ahead, I'm sure. And in verse 10, if you'll remember now, we started, uh, we were talking about uh, the issues that Paul and Silas were having in Thessalonica. The Jews there were becoming envious, stirring up the crowds and so forth and, and causing problems for them. So they escaped out and went to a place called Berea. Verse 10, it says in chapter 17 of the book of Acts, then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews, and there were more. And, and these in in uh, Berea were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. Let me just uh, jump in here for a minute. It, the one thing that I love about the Word of God is that it will interpret itself, it will reveal itself, it uh, backs itself up as you go through the Scripture. And so when you hear me say something, or anybody else for that matter, it's very good, it's a good habit to go back and and just begin to search those things out, look at those things, uh, you know, confirm those things. I have a friend who talks a lot about the the way God speaks is at atmospherically. It's not just one thing. God doesn't just tell you one time one thing. What ha- what happens is the whole atmosphere around your life begins to confirm what God is saying. You'll hear it from multiple places in multiple ways, and I think that's so so powerful and so right on. I just can think of so many examples in my own life where God is telling me something, and then He'll confirm it several different ways and different. Um, you know, through different people or whatever, and it's all the same thing. And so uh, when we begin to search out the Scripture, then God begins to confirm His Word and, and reveal His Word and to have a heart that is just ready to dig in. I mean, today, I remember back when when Eve and I first started getting into this, I would carry a concordance to, to church. I would carry uh, two different Bibles to church because there was no such thing as electronic formats in those days. And I'd have a notebook, and I mean, I looked like I was going to a college class. And uh, now, 
at your fingertip. Literally, there's every translation you can imagine, every commentary you can imagine, every kind of um, thought on a verse or a, a passage or a book of the Bible. And so it's interesting that we see the benefit that comes from that kind of a, a engaging of the Scripture. So these people in Berea, they searched daily to find out whether the things Paul was preaching were so. And if you and I would just search daily, the same thing that happened to them would happen to us, and that would be that we would believe. And and I'm not talking about getting saved believed. I'm talking about believe more deeply than before, that the things of God are true, that they're for us today, that God has a plan and purpose for us. And to me, that's exciting because I believe that's the point, is to go deeper, to go to go stronger with the things of God and to stand more uh, confidently in them. We talk a lot about the Bible word for hope, which means an earnest expectation of good. The more we search the scriptures, like the Bereans did, you know, we hear somebody preach it, we hear somebody teach it, and then we search it out. We should never go to a place where somebody's teaching the Bible, whether it's in a church building or it's a uh, conference center or a convention center. Uh, we should never go anywhere without a Bible. And and there's no excuse now because they're on our phones and on our iPads and everything else. So here now, they begin to believe. And also, not uh, just a few, but many of the Greeks and the prominent women as well as the prominent men. Notice once again that they show up at the synagogue. They do this every time. It typically leads to some kind of problem but they're committed. You know, if you just kept knocking on doors and kept irritating people and getting the same response, it's very, very reasonable that you might stop and change tactic. We might say, boy, you know, maybe we should try it a different way. They didn't. They were they were sold out to their way. They showed up at the synagogue in every city. They began to contend with and, and, and you know, in some ways, I guess they debated the Jews and they would win some over, and the others would get irritated at them. And watch this in verse 13, it says, But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was preached by Paul at Berea, they came there also and stirred up the crowds. And so they're following them along. Friend, it happens even in our world today. If you, you can get online, and you know sometimes I hear people come to me and say, well, you know, there's some negative things on the internet about so-and-so, some guy that, that you might listen to on, on TV or whatever. Listen, who cares? If the person you're listening to is preaching the Bible and you're searching the Scriptures daily to find out if those things are true or not, and you find that they are, then what you do is you ignore all that other static. Because if it happened to Paul, and it certainly we know happened to Jesus, then it's going to happen to the people that you listen to as well. And as long as they're preaching the word and you're proving that out in your own life and study, then you be confident in what they're teaching and you ignore these people that are just like the Jews here that are coming from Thessalonica now to stir up the crowd and then verse 14 says, Immediately the brethren, the believers there in Berea, they sent Paul away to go to the sea. Both uh, Silas and Timothy remained there. So apparently they had targeted Paul as the ringleader. And Silas and Timothy, they stuck around and they just continued to teach and preach and connect with these people. But Paul, uh, they got him out of town, the brethren there. And then in verse 15 it says, So those who conducted Paul brought him to Athens, and receiving a command 
for Silas and Timothy to come to him with all speed, they departed. So Silas and Timothy left Berea after Paul got to Athens in Greece and sent for them. But they stayed there. They stayed there manning the trenches. They stayed there reinforcing the message. They stayed there connecting with the lives of the people. We're going to go down to Guatemala in July, and we're going to connect with some people there. And we're going to connect with the hearts of their people. It's one of the most dangerous cities on the face of the earth. I think it ranks number five um, on the world list of dangerous cities. And, um, And we're going to go there to Guatemala City, and we're going to we're going to entrench some some things in the hearts of the people there, and we're going to connect deeply with our leaders there. And then in the fall, we're going to go to Rwanda and Burundi, and just in the just one country away in Sudan, they've they're having genocide. Uh, just this last week, within a couple of days, they've murdered women, uh, men, and children in a church. Um, and so there's a lot of going lot going on in East Africa. But we know God's calling us there, and so and we've been there, and we have work there, and we have people there. So we're going to go entrench the things of God and our connection with these people again, afresh, anew. And this is important, and we see Paul doing it as well. And then, of course, in verse 16, it says, As Paul waited for them in Athens, his spirit was provoked within him, and he saw that the city was giving over, given over to idols, and therefore he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the Greek worshipers, or, or I'm sorry, the Gentile worshipers, and in the marketplace daily with those who happened to be there. Again, the same tactic, the same approach. Go to the synagogue. He just came out of two cities, Thessalonica and Berea. He had to escape both uh, to save his own life. And he goes to Athens, even a greater crossroad of the of the known world. And he begins to reason there, right there in the synagogue, to try to win these people over to the true and living God that is Jesus Christ our Lord. And um, so we'll pick back up here tomorrow. Uh, It's just amazing to see what God is doing in the life of Paul. Understand for you and I, it's no different. We go into our world just the way Athens was wholly giving over to, to idolatry. Our world is given over to idolatry in so many ways. And so you and I have a, a platform to engage and we, we can do that every single day. So be encouraged today that, that God wants to use your life to speak hope, the earnest expectation of good into someone else. And that's going to be a blessing to them and for you. Well, God bless you, my friend. Thanks for being with me today. It's good to be back, and I'll see you tomorrow right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's Word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.